a Wim Hof it. Are you cold? Yeah, Daddy's cold too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Can you get a blanket for him? Yeah. Do you want a blanket? No, I'm gonna get a blanket for you. That's my husband Jeremy loading our son into the car. It's cold. It's about 7 a.m. We're getting him ready for daycare. Our car was parked outside, so I'm going inside to get a blanket. Do you want a blanket, little dude? Yeah, he's getting you undies. Do you want a blanket? Jeremy and I are kind of tag teaming this morning, but usually he's the one that gets JJ ready for school. See you later. Thank you, JJ, for cooperating. Yep, we got your toes all tucked. All right, you ready to go? Welcome to the Here and Now Motherhood podcast. Here and Now Motherhood is a nonprofit designed to support moms in their transition into motherhood. I'm your host, Nicole Hunt. Today on the Here and Now Motherhood podcast, we're talking about matrescence or the transition into motherhood. And um, during this season of the podcast, we've been diving into facets of matrescence. So this episode, we're going to talk about how our focus of daily activities changes during matrescence. So before we get started, though, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. So today we're going to be talking about those daily activities and our focus on daily tasks and how that changes during matrescence. This may seem obvious to everyone. Of course, our daily activities are going to change after there is a baby involved in the family. And even if maybe there's not a baby involved after a birth, maybe there was a surrogacy or some other situation happened. So when a baby's involved, somebody has to change the diapers, someone has to wash the bottles, clean up the spit up and everything else. So here's the question though, what's the impact those new daily activities have on us? While we're breaking matrescence apart into separate pieces during this, this season, they are all definitely connected still, all these different facets of matrescence. So I'm going to talk about some research today and just keep in mind that a lot of research, including maternal mental health and maternal health research is usually done with cisgendered heterosexual couples. So just bear with me here. Um, so there was a 1991 study and it found that both emotional support and practical support, aka helping with those new daily activities on mom's plate, like housework and childcare activities, contribute to a mother's postpartum mental health. So yes, our focus of daily activities changes after and during matrescence. And those changes have a big impact on us. They're affecting our mental health. And when we get the help we need, it supports our mental health. This is one of the big reasons that postpartum doulas traditionally do a lot of help around the house because it supports moms on so many levels, including supporting their mental health, especially as it ties into this research. And just, um, and just as we said that all these different episodes are kind of overlapping, negotiating with a partner may be a piece of having these new activities as a mom. For some couples, that may be easy, and for other couples... It may be a little bit more involved to negotiate how those tasks get um, doled out to everyone. Maybe it's a little difficult even for some couples. This is that same morning the other day when we were getting JJ 
ready for school or daycare. Do you want any salmon or cheese? Um, Jeremy's breakfast was a little luxurious that day. What? Thanks, I forgot about it. I think this is a pretty good example of how a morning goes. Mom having a lot on her plate, dad pitching in, and mom forgetting stuff still. One of the other daily activities that's changed because of matrescence is managing the household, kind of like a captain of the house. I see what needs to get done and then assign out tasks if needed. A 2019 study called this thing that I do, and I think a lot of moms do, they called it invisible household labor. So those researchers found that, quote, managing the household between spouses may be linked with women's well-being, including their satisfaction with life, partner satisfaction, feelings of emptiness, and experiencing role overload, end quote. So I think that's super interesting. Um, our tasks are linked to a lot of different things, especially this one that um, us mothers and women often take on is managing the household. And maybe other families have that all figured out, uh, but our families always try and to find balance here um, because even if mom isn't doing the task, the sheer act of managing the household and assigning tasks takes a lot of work for me. Um, and I've been pretty conscious about splitting tasks up in our family. Um, not every family does that and it's totally fine. Uh, I, I just find that it's important for me and I'm not sure what the I'm not, I'm not sure if there's an ultimate solution for everybody. Um, I think that different seasons of time, different seasons of life will call for different ways of running a household. So in that same 2019 study, the researchers found that, um, quote, feeling disproportionately responsible for household management, especially child adjustment, was associated with strains on the mother's personal well-being, as well as lower satisfaction with the relationship, end quote. I mean, all of us could probably have said a big no-duh to that one, that when we feel like we have a lot on our plate, we feel a lot less satisfied with, um, with our relationship with our partner, as well as our overall well-being. I think that's a pretty, pretty big no-duh. Um, but it's kind of nice to be validated that yes, it's hard when we have a lot of things on our plate. All right, Mr. JJ, uh, gonna come over here? Move on, go. You wanna play with the digger? That's a good idea. How about you play with the digger while daddy brushes your teeth? I did a lot of these recordings in the morning, which is kind of Jeremy's domain. And it's pretty interesting because I feel myself feeling self-conscious that listeners are going to think I'm a bad mom because I'm letting my husband do a lot of this stuff. I'm out of time. I have to brush your teeth. We're out of time. You don't want daddy to brush your teeth, huh? Can you please open your mouth? No more brush teeth? Right now, so. 
Okay, can you please open up? No. Okay, if you don't, you if you don't to, stop. You need to go to work, so you want me to finish this? Uh, yes, please. Okay. I will start earlier next time. I did my brush because I think it'll be better. But. I took over for Jeremy because he needed to start work. He's been working from home during the pandemic. And play with the digger. Okay, open. Oh no, we gotta brush teeth. You don't like to brush teeth? I think this was a moment where we did a good job sharing parenting and kind of relying on each other. Um, this is kind of nice we have this caught on audio because this doesn't always happen for us. Um, and we just get really explicit about sharing responsibilities because, again, that's important to me. It's not important to every family, though. So speaking of splitting tasks, if we're going to be talking about daily tasks um, that change during matrescence, I think it's important to talk about um, the second shift. So this is a feminist concept. This says when we both, uh, when both partners work, the wife retains responsibility for the household tasks and thus giving her a second shift of work. And the original research on this was done in 1989. You can read it in the book, The Second Shift, Working Families and the Revolution at Home. So something super interesting is that gay or lesbian couples are more likely to share the second shift. Um, it seems that those gender roles go out the window outside heterosexual couples, and so um, there's not as much expectation. So that's pretty interesting. The author of that book also said that when you total up the amount of extra hours a woman spends doing household tasks, she works an extra month of the year compared to her male partner, and it's a 24-hour workday. So that's nonstop for a month. And I was curious if any new research had come out about this. So I pulled up Google Scholar and started looking around. And I found an article that initially grabbed me. So the 29, it was a 2009 study. And it said women usually spend an extra week and a half working compared to their male partner, which was different than the month in that 1989 study. And then I started getting pretty skeptical of the study because at the end of the abstract, it ended this with a sentence and it was referring to families where both the male and female parent work. And it said, quote, these families may be engaged in fewer quality activities with children compared with families where mothers are not employed full time, end quote. So, wow, that's super sexist. So take their findings with a grain of salt because they've got some biases going on. So just be aware of that. Just know that um, uh, just the research shows that heterosexual couples, the women tend to be doing more household tasks than men. And as I've been thinking more about this episode, I want to be really explicit about the fact that we are not at war with our partners when it comes to the tasks in front of us. Of course, we're not really ever at war with our partner. We don't want to be. Um, the topic we discussed today are just things I find interesting, like the trends we see um, in accomplishing household tasks. Again, we're not at war with our partners. All right, it's time to go to sleep. No play. Yeah, no, you're not tired. Mommy. No play. This is Mom's later that night when it was time for me to put JJ to bed. No, whoa, how bad. Okay, do you want mommy to pause it or you to pause it? I'm back. Okay, I'm going to pause it. You ready? No. Yeah. Okay. I decided to cut out a lot of crying because 
you guys probably hear this at bedtime too, but we were arguing about turning the TV off and eventually we did make it to the bedroom to do our bedtime routine. Okay. Which book should we read, sweetie pie? Yellow. Oh, Thomas the Train? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. While I don't personally have any solutions for the fact that we have a lot on our plates as moms and that these daily tasks can be overwhelming, I just wanted to say that Yes, your daily tasks are a huge part of motherhood. It is one of the things about motherhood that makes it so hard. It's big, it's important, and the more we talk about it, the better. It's like having a to-do list running in your head or feeling like you've been swallowed by diapers. Or maybe it's feeling really accomplished when you can check things off that list. Or maybe for you, these tasks are super empowering. Either way, the tasks that we have on our plate are part of what make matrescence so intense. And us fellow mothers understand you and we get what it's like for you. Until next time, this has been the Here and Now Motherhood Podcast. 